Okay, I hopefully we're live. This is Elliot Fishman, and um, I know Lily will tell me if I'm not live, but I hopefully we are live. And this is getting near the end of the year. It's the 21st of December. I will do a Facebook next week, our last one of the year. I will be remote, so I don't know where I'm going to be. I know where I'm going to be, but I don't know when we're going to be doing it. But we will. I will let you know. Anyway, um, it's great to have everybody here. And um, here we go. I got 10 cases for you. Patient with right lower quadrant pain. This is a great case, and you can see the uterus is enlarged, and there's a low density in the uterine cavity. There's also a thick luteal cyst on the left, and there's minimal free fluid in the pelvis. This is the classic appearance of a patient with abdominal pain and a intrauterine pregnancy. The patient did not know they were pregnant, but really nice example of an eight-week intrauterine pregnancy. Again, it's a classic appearance. Hopefully, you won't see this very often, but when you do, you'll know what it is. Okay. This patient also is pregnant post-MVA. Remember, we watch radiation dose on all patients, especially pregnant patients. But if a patient has trauma, we do the scan. What you can see in this case is a fairly large fetus, but then when you look, you see that the patient's placenta is poorly enhancing. It should be very bright and homogeneous. When you see a placenta that looks like this, it means the patient has had trauma and the patient will then be delivered because you're worried about the survival. Uh, this patient was um, uh, taken and delivery was done of the baby who did well, it was about 30 weeks. Mother and child did well, but again, look at the placenta. Placenta usually is very bright and diffusely enhancing, and here it's not, so that's very, very important. Really nice example. Okay, patient with FUO, what you can see in this case is you see multiple lesions in the patient's spleen. So you can say abscess, you could say lymphoma, metastatic disease, and then there are nodes present in the periodic region. So I guess you could have a fever and nodes, but when I see low density lesions in the spleen and I see nodes, my first thought is lymphoma. I guess I could be convinced melanoma would be a possibility. Here you can see the nodes a bit better. You see the spleen is not really enlarged, but these are solid masses, not very vascular. And the diagnosis is B-cell lymphoma, a really nice case. Another patient, mass in the spleen, incidental finding in this patient with right upper quadrant pain. The mass is vascular, it bulges the spleen, and you can see it again on the coronal views. Yes, you could think about hemangioma, but the lesion that bulges the spleen is hamartoma, and this was a hamartoma. This is a difficult case. Hamartomas, to me, are usually more homogeneous. This wasn't that homogeneous. I could worry about a tumor. Could this be lymphoma? It's a little bit too vascular. Could be metastasis. Not vascular enough for an angiosarcoma. So benign lesions like hamartomas sometimes are classic but sometimes in this case are a little bit more difficult. Here's a few more images, and that was the diagnosis. What about this case, left upper quadrant pain? Here was an original scan. The spleen is large, but that's it. Now the patient comes back with increasing left upper quadrant pain. The spleen is still large, but you see the low densities around the edge of the spleen. Now splenic infarcts are usually well-defined, 
sharply marginated can be focal, single or multiple, or can be, can be global infarction. But this is this low density around the edge. The splenic tissue is kind of irregular. This is an interesting thing. It's not trauma. What this is is sequestration. Most common in patients with uh, hematologic processes like sickle thalassemia. Beautifully shown as well on the cinematic rendering. You can see nicely. And this was a patient with uh, beta thalassemia and sickle cell with sequestration. Again, initially the scan looked really good, just the big spleen, and then we had those other findings. This patient has abdominal pain. Interestingly, you see the mass much better on the venous than arterial phase imaging. You can go through a differential diagnosis. The liver is not cirrhotic. Could be a cholangia, the lesion is not very vascular. Could be metastasis. I'm really thinking about malignancy. I'm not thinking about FNH or hepatic adenoma or hemangioma. This was eventually biopsied. You can see it here on the cinematic and was hepatoma. So hepatomas can occur in non-serotic livers. 85% are in serotic livers. They can be relatively hypovascular, which this indeed was. Another patient with elevated liver function tests, big mass in the liver looks kind of like the last case, um, kind of well-defined. I don't see much else. Again, you're thinking tumor, lymphoma, metastasis, some other neoplasm, even cholangio. You can see it here with some peripheral enhancement. I show this case because when I was talking yesterday and showing cases at conference, I was trying to make the point that sometimes metastasis and abscesses can look very similar. This was a case of fibrolamella hepatoma. Again, another hepatoma, which is hypovascular. I'm not showing you an abscess here, but I wanted people to think about it. Not every hepatoma is in a cirrhotic liver. And this patient's history made people think about an abscess, but this was a fibrolamellar HCC. Patient with neck pain. Key finding is jugular vein thrombosis on the left. This can be due to catheterization recently, can be due to infection, trauma, tumor invasion. When you scan down, there's a large abscess in the neck. Could be necrotic tumor, I guess, but it's really cystic, looks like a big abscess. You can see it here very nicely as well. The jugular vein thrombosis, the large cystic mass or abscess present, very nicely shown on the 3D imaging. And this was Lemire syndrome, a neck abscess and jugular vein thrombosis, a very classic, classic case. This patient was done to rule out the section and what you see is a mass to the right of the trachea. It's a bit under two centimeters and it's vascular. You can see it very nicely toward the apex on the coronal and 3D coronal views. What could this be? Well, it could be a node, but it's vascular. Castleman's disease, can it be a, a vascular tumor, like a paraganglioma? Not a great location, but it's a thought. Although the patient was not being evaluated for an ectopic parathyroid adenoma, this is a location where you can see ectopic parathyroid adenomas, and this in fact ended up being an ectopic parathyroid adenoma. Just a spectacular, spectacular case. Patient with cough and chest pain in a teenager, is this a lung mass, is it a mediastinal mass, is it a chest wall? 
with contrast, you do put it in mediastinum, kind of you're thinking middle mediastinum as opposed to posterior mediastinum. The mass enhances, it's necrotic, could be a sarcoma, can be cancer, but there's a teenager. It's not anterior, so you're not thinking about lymphoma or teratoma or thymoma. This was biopsied, and this was a mesenchymal chondrosarcoma. Very unusual tumor. You can see sometimes chondrosarcomas or osteosarcomas, they rise in the chest wall, can occur more frequently in patients who've been radiated, particularly osteosarcoma, but the patient had none of those histories. This was just a very unusual uh, right upper lobe mediastinal mass, just a really nice case. Incidental finding, Taylor pancreas cystic lesion, little bit of enhancement, little bit of nodularity, on the 3D, the enhancing wall, the thickened wall and nodularity show better. The rest of the gland is unremarkable. Could this be an IPMN or MCN or a serous adenoma? You would at least think about that, but the enhancing rim makes me worry. And whenever I see that, I'm thinking about a cystic neuroendocrine tumor. You can see the enhancement a bit better on the later phase images and this was a cystic neuroendocrine tumor. We seem to be seeing lots of cystic neuroendocrine tumors lately. Well, that's it. Those are my 10 cases. I hope you like them. I hope it helped you. I hope, I hope you have a great 2024. I hope that for all of us in the world, peace, health, prosperity, and really great cases in that order. And with that, Everybody have a great day. See you later.